0: hello everyone and welcome to another edition of team hellions podcast i'm kevin hellions decent and you know still not on a weekly schedule here trying very much trying to find a good day that works not only for me but for family and for when posts go up and today uh you know a little it's a little personal it's nothing bad it's just uh, a couple things may have gotten uh Change switched around in our weekly schedules today, and it might open up a, a permanent recording time for me. So I mean, we'll we'll see. But let's get to a new episode today. Now a lot came across my purview this week, and I was trying to think of what to talk about. And out of nowhere, I realized how it all connected. So, let me take you back. Let me take you back quite a ways. My my hometown, where I grew up, there was a known comic store, and it's, as far as I know, it's still there. It's that, you know, I don't know how, but he keeps hanging on, and, and God bless him for it. He keeps plugging away, selling books every week. But there's always pop-up stores, and some of them... You know, there 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 is a second one in the area that's lasted very long as well and is a huge store. And, you know, does all the magic and tabletop and stuff like that, too. But there's always these just pop-up fly-by-night ones. And you walk in, you wonder how they got a deal with Diamond to get the new books. You kind of wonder if maybe they just bought a bunch of new books from a different store and are displaying it as if they have the orders. And you go through the back issues and toys and whatever accessories to comic books that the person has in their store, and you really wonder if they just cleaned out their storage unit or basement or second bedroom and threw it all in there and pretended it was a store. So many of them. So years ago, there was one in my hometown, a little hole in the wall storefront thing, I remember vividly there's a guy behind the counter and he says, Oh, let me check with the owner, see if we got this and he waves to the owner and I look around and that's when I notice the very obese man taking a nap on the couch. Don't know how I didn't notice it before, it was just beelining it to the comics, but yeah. Yeah, just that was where the guy took a nap. Right there. And I became known as the Avengers Kid. I didn't want X-Men, I didn't want, you know, what was, quote, popular, I wanted Avengers, that no one was reading then, that no one cared about then. Seriously, go back to before Iron Man, and no one, no one cared about Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Avengers as a whole, in the ways that they do now. X-Men was the king. Who says, ugh, why do you read Avengers. Because I like it. Because I'm a kid, and this is a comic I enjoy, and I like it. Do you have the new issue? If no, I will go elsewhere. Which I did. And I would buy other stuff. I remember there was a reprint copy of The Tick that I bought at this fly-by-night comic store. And I'm sure I bought other comics there as well. But Avengers was my favorite. Who are you to question that? I bring up this story... Because recently at work, I was talking to a fellow comic book reader who says that he remembers buying Walking Dead issue 1 right off the rack. Went to the comic shop wherever he was living at the time went, oh, Walking Dead is a zombie comic. That looks interesting. Small horror comic from Image back then. This store probably ordered two to five copies at most. Put it on the rack. Maybe someone will want it. This looks interesting. He grabbed two. It's a number one. Let me grab two. One to keep... One to read. One to keep nice. Bag and board it. <clears throat> Brings it up. Guy runs store. What? Well, a zombie book. Who reads zombie stuff? Who, who cares about zombies? It's black and white, too. Oh, You're wasting your money. Buy something else. Foolishness. Crazy talk. And You look now and... I mean, you could send kids to college for those two issues, Walking Dead. You know, it's absurd. But again, let me speak down to you on it. Because here's what's popular. Don't read Walking Dead. Don't read Avengers. X-Men's popular. X-Men is popular, but let me me go back again and tell you. I remember going to the mall, because the mall was where the movie theater was, to see X-Men. The day it came out, I'm like, it's it's X-Men. It's a giant comic book movie. It's opening day. I have to see it. And I went up there to see it. I just took the bus up to the mall, and I went there, and I couldn't find anyone to go see it with me. I, I tried for a week, two weeks. Who wants to go see X-Men opening day? No, no, no. No was all around. Okay. I went up there to see if maybe someone changed their mind. Or maybe I ran into someone I'm thinking, oh, I never even thought to ask you. Do you want to go too? No one. So I said, you know, I want to see it. And I went by myself. First time I ever went to a movie by myself. And I thought, you know, it might be fitting to sit here and watch a movie about outcasts, the society shunned away by myself as a geek. Because while X Men may have been the coolest thing in the geek world, outside of that very small, isolated community at the time, no one else cared. There's a there's a long joke with my friends of me wanting to talk to a girl because she knew who Gambit was, and I assumed that meant she was into comics. No, it meant she was a kid watching the '90s cartoon. She also knew who the Power Rangers were too. Doesn't mean more than she watched Saturday morning TV at the time. And Fox Kids, that's all it meant. But I went there and I watched it by myself and I didn't care if it was cool. I didn't care if anyone else wanted to see it or not. I didn't care opinions. I wanted to see it and I wanted to enjoy it and I did. Who are you to tell me as a geek what's cool and what's not? Who are you to question what I enjoy? Who are you to question who I truly am? So then, this week, there was a revelation in the blogging community. One of our, and by our, there's a group that blogs, and everyone sort of intersects a bit. Now there's certain people that I know well enough I could text, I know well enough that if I called them and I said, I'm in your area, I need a place to play stay, I could sleep on their couch. And there's also ones that, you know, I know who you are, we know we know who each other is, but we don't hang out, we're acquaintances. In a way it's almost like school. I know who you are, you know who we are. Some of us hang out, some of us don't, some of us are real close, some of us are not. But we're all in this little thing together. And that thing is being geek bloggers. One of the members of this group has had an amazing site for I don't even know how many years. I honestly feel it goes further back than my son's been alive. And she posts the most amazing things where she takes this giant collection of toys that she's accumulated over the years and sets them up in conversations in poses, in backdrops and meetings in drama in diorama. And she tells a story with these figures. So she'll set up all of them. From Barbie to He-Man to G.I. Joe to McFarlane Toys to Milo Pony to all points in between. And she'll set up these toys and tell this elaborate story. And it's a soap opera with action figures, and it's amazing. She's been doing it for years, and every so often she shows a picture of her collection. And if you search Diary of a et, you'll find her blog. It's amazing. So this very creative woman's name is Michael. Any, anytime I or anyone else in the geek community said Michael, it's an odd name. Kind of got like a boy named Sue. It's a family name thing. Never questioned it. Never thought twice. She's Michael. Actually not a terrible name for a girl. Totally cool with it. Not, not that it's up to me, but... I'm, You know, okay, cool, my name's Michael. Moving on. Next thing. Did it matter? Did it affect me? You hear it once, you're like, where'd that name come from? And you continue on with your day, and she's still a cool girl, and that's all that matters. Well, Michael had a beautiful interview and an amazing article that she is trans and wanted to be honest and come out to the world. And she was scared to. She was afraid. Friends, family, even acquaintances, just people like me. I've never I've never sat down and hung out with Michael. I certainly would if we were ever in the same air, space together, but that just never happened. And she said, I was so scared to put this out there because I'm worried people will reject me I'm worried people will hate me I'm worried I will lose people and I thought, jeez, I hope that's not right well let me look and see who's commented on her post and this was on Facebook, on Twitter on Instagram, all your big social medias and I didn't see anyone talking down to her I didn't see anyone calling her names I didn't see anything but love of positivity but a virtual digitized hug from her friends, her family of course, but also from this ragtag potpourri loose knit group of bloggers that we've all you know, been associated with for years and it was amazing I was just I'm still floored and stunned that to my knowledge not a single person said I'm done not a single person said anything negative for this group and and by no means do I think her life's been easy I'm sure it hasn't I'm positive but for this one bright shining moment the The world looked prettier, you know. The world just looks better, and I, I'm still getting emotional about it. I was like, "Wow, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of this." Now, yesterday, this can seem unrelated. But stick with me. Yesterday, me, my wife, decided. You know, we got some time. We're both off. Our kid's been very good lately. He deserves. Something and we deserve to just not be in the house. It's been raining, it's been awful. We don't get time to do fun stuff very often. Let's do something. So we said, Buddy, you got a choice between two movies: Pets 2 or Godzilla. And this adorable little five-year-old's eyes got wide and he said, Godzilla. And I was so proud. So the three of us went to see Godzilla. And right up until the second before the trailer started, we were the only three people in theater. Two, maybe three other people came in during first trailer. All by themselves. You know, scattered throughout the theater. Didn't want to make anyone uncomfortable, I guess, sitting right next to them when there's so few people in theater. So scattered throughout. And you know what? Just a couple of us there. And we all got excited at the same times, and laughed at the same times, and cheered at the same times. You could just sense smiles at the same times. We all had a blast. It was just a fun movie. And I was thinking of me feeling very single, alone, outcast, geeky, watching X-Men by myself. I was thinking of Michael worried about being an outcast worried about being shunned. I was thinking of people going to buy stuff and saying, why do you want that? No one else does. I was thinking of these people coming in 2019 when they could have easily just downloaded the movie, legally, sure. I'm sure there was a way. And watched it at home, but no. They went out to enjoy it in theater. And, And I realized... You know, you can. You see people that you work with, that you go to school with, maybe friends and family that have different interests, that don't understand this world where we enjoy fantasy and science fiction, and superheroes, and the ridiculous at times. They just don't understand why do you enjoy that stuff? That's kid stuff. No, it's not. That's a geek family. And much like you might walk down the street wearing your Yankees hat or Patriots jersey or St. Louis Blues jacket, whatever it is you want to wear, and someone else walks by and gives you a nod or heads up, says, hey, good game. Good, you got that. I've met people from all over the world, from all different ages, who are just like, oh, you read that too? That was cool. Know what else is cool? This thing. You should read that as well. What do you got for me? Oh, that's an interesting take. That's cool. I like that as well. And there's no reason that we should be friends. And there's no reason that we should talk. But we're all together in this thing and have each other's backs and are supportive they're just, yeah, you're a geek, comic a geek too that's cool, let's hang out, let's go get ice cream let's talk about Stan Lee let's talk about how Stan brought in characters that no one else would or could let's talk about the barriers that Star Trek broke the lessons from this media, this treat it as a joke, this for kids, that honestly make the world better. If you have a phone in your hand to listen to this, hell, if you can listen to this, you have geeks to thank. You don't get podcasts and smartphones And hell, the internet without it. So, I think my lesson and my point of this week is however you feel, wherever you are, you're not alone. There's geeks out here, there's people like you, and you'll be accepted. Whoever you are, come hang out with us. Come talk with us. There's a bond. There's a group. There's a family. No judgment. No, nothing to be scared about. Just a lot of love. A lot of acceptance. And a lot of fun. So that's me for this week. It's been Kevin. Team TeamHellions Facebook page, Team TeamHellions on Twitter, Kevin KevinHellions on Instagram. And uh, thanks to some friends in this geek community. Looks like I'll be writing cool stuff for other places too. <gasps> Shh. Talk more on that later. But thanks for joining me for another week. On behalf of geeks everywhere, I love you all.